Chad, if you want to explode in growth and spiritual capital, don't think big, think small. Join Chad Norris in the Garden Global community as they dive into practical ways to follow Jesus and grow in spiritual capital every day, right here on Table Talks. Dr. Michael Thornton, you're a movie buff. Love movies. The Patriot. You got a principle from The Patriot that I think is the number one principle in how to grow in spiritual capital. So let's mm-hmm. do two things. Let's identify what spiritual capital is, and let's talk about the movie The Patriot. So there's five capitals that every human being on earth flows through on a daily basis. Spiritual capital, physical capital, or relational capital, physical capital, intellectual capital, financial capital. Mm-hmm. All humans flow through those. Spiritual capital is my measurable level of connection with the Most High God. There are a lot of people thinking they're connecting to God and Hinduism, and they're like, wait a minute, you know, there's one true God. His name is Jesus Christ. But a lot of people, it's like, okay, I I want God. So what what do I do? You know, go to the conference, read the book. What, how, how do I grow in spiritual capital? And you started saying a statement two years ago around here from the movie, The Patriot. Yes. Talk about this scene because it just went off inside of me. I've been chewing on it for two years. Okay. Well, The Patriot loved that movie, Mel Gibson. And the story obviously is about the Revolutionary War and the Patriots and the British. But there's this one classic scene where uh, one of the British officers comes to Mel Gibson's house and takes his kids and one of his sons gets shot. And I mean, it is a remarkable scene. You can just see the anguish, Mel Gibson. And they take the other son's prisoners. They're going to hang them. And so Mel Gibson loads up all of his guns and he's got his two smallest sons remaining. They're like young, like my son Jonah's age is eight. They're like eight or 10 years old. And he takes them into the woods and they they station in the woods and he has the guns and he makes this statement to his boys. And he goes, boys, remember what I taught you about shooting. Aim small, you'll miss small. If you aim small, you miss small. And that is a huge principle. And so we had a staff meeting, uh, what, about a year and a half ago or so, and I was preparing for it, and the Lord began to speak to me about that word, aim small, miss small. And so basically the premise is when you really aim small at the target, you will be less likely to miss the target. So the smaller you aim, the more concentrated your focus is, you'll end up hitting your target. I got a fun story for you. I think I've told you the story. About five years ago, I was at the YMCA. I was on an elliptical machine. Yes. And I got a word of knowledge from the Holy Spirit. I was there by myself. Uh, this man named James Clear. Holy Spirit leads me to a blog that he had written. I had no idea there was a book called Atomic Habits. Mm. I read this blog and I think, this blog's great. I end up reading the book Atomic Habits. If you've never read the book Atomic Habits, oh. I think it is the best. It's a great book. It's the best book for any growth in any of the capitals, financial capital, uh, spiritual capital, relational capital. And here's James Clear, which how sovereign of the last name is that? That's, that's incredible. <laughs> the Lord, maybe the Lord knows what he's doing. James Clear. This is what the Lord told me right during that time. I was weighing in every morning on the scale to see what I weighed. Mm-hmm. And the Holy Spirit says to me, you're weighing the wrong thing. Wow. I didn't know what he meant. I read the book and James Clear says we need to weigh our habits. Mm. You don't even need to weigh where you think you're going towards the goal or even think about the goal itself. What James Clear says is, let's say you you desire to be wealthy in spiritual capital, then you have to identify what are the two or three habits that you have to have in your life in order to do that. We don't need a whole lot of research on that, Michael. Mm. 
as was the Lord's custom, he got up early in the morning. Uh, prayer, fasting, word, journaling. It's, it's really not that complicated. But this is what the Lord started showing me years ago. Chad, if you want to explode in growth and spiritual capital, don't think big, think small. So Man. last night I had a conversation with my 17-year-old daughter, 14-year-old son. And I love making these dramatic moments where they think something's wrong. Don't you ever do yeah, that? I do. So I text them. I said, I did. I did it the other day. <laughs> did you? Yes. I texted them and I said, I need to talk to y'all. And my daughter, she's always like, oh, crap. What have I done? <laughs> so they come in and I said, I need to talk to y'all about something. And I said, Ruthie, you got a senior trip coming up. I'm going to pay for it. You know, it costs more in a college education to send a kid to Disney. Michael's ridiculous. I know. Like $1.6 million to go to Disney World. It is. I said, Ruthie, I'm going to pay for you to go to Disney. And Jack, in a year from now, when you need a vehicle, I'm going to help you buy it. But I'm going to ask you all to do one thing for me between now and then. But you have to do it every single day. And it's only going to take you three minutes. Well, now they know they're not in trouble. And now they're intrigued a little bit. So check this out. I pick up the book Atomic Habits and I show Ruthie and Jack. And I said, is habit a good thing or a bad thing? And they both immediately said, neither or both. You didn't have good habits or bad habits. Yes. But then I said, is a to- what does atomic mean? And Ruthie said, huge. And Jack goes, I don't think so. I said, what does it mean? And then Ruthie goes, tiny. So mm-hmm. the premise is you got to have a habit to lead yeah. you to success in anything, but the habit doesn't need to be big. Yes, that's, that's great. You know, you know the way that I'm wired, if I'm being honest with you? Lord Jesus Christ, I'm going to go the next 72 days. I'm not going to eat food. Um, I will sleep on my left side like Isaiah the prophet. You know, just do something extreme. extreme yeah. I'll go to the ponds at the garden and take my shirt off and just stand in the pond and scream. To you. Just something. I'm going to do something so extreme. The Lord this morning, Michael, the Lord this morning, I was going in to work out for an hour in the gym, and he said, I want you to do 20 minutes, not an hour. Why is it that small things, what is, how does this work for you? Why is it that steady small leads to huge breakthrough instead of quick big? Well, I mean, as you think about it, it's really a mindset shift. I think so much, so many times we're groomed in our thinking and our minds that it has to be something really big, really dramatic, really extreme in order to bring the level of change or transformation that we want to see. But the reality is what you're saying is very important in, in, a lot of the big change transformation doesn't happen in those moments. It happens in these small little details of life, these small habits that we develop, that we give ourselves to. That's where, you know what I believe too? I believe that's where God is in the most. I believe he's in those things the most. I, the first devotional I ever read was Oswald Chambers' Utmost for His Highest. And I still go back to it from time to time. I mean, it's a deep well. Every word is like uh, just packed with revelation. But I remember in his journals and that uh, devotional, you know what Oswald would always say? He would always say, God is found in the mundane things. Okay, about. I'm about to slap your mouth right now. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm going to ask you a question. Let's play the answer before you have time to think. Okay. You ready? Let's go. What is the number one most effective habit that Michael Thornton has to grow in spiritual capital? Prayer. Okay. Can I tell you mine of 2023? Yes. I'm a fat guy, Michael, that's strong to comfort. I don't know what else to tell you. Lord keeps telling me, don't say, okay. I'm a recovering fat guy. I got to say the right thing. I'm a recovering fat guy, and I used to be drawn to comfort. Mm. Or maybe the most real way to say it is, I'm still drawn, but by the grace of Jesus Christ, I'm coming out of that thing. 
this time last year, about a year ago, I started doing ice baths. Wow. And somebody, right. somebody say, how in the world is an ice bath of a habit of spiritual capital? I can tell you what, it's intentionally me choosing for three minutes, five days a week, discomfort. That's, and I tell you this, it'll help you pray instantly. It'll, it'll bind you real quick. Why, why is comfort such a problem? Oh, so the, the, what you just said is is really good because the other thing is um, uh, the gym. I've gotten back in the gym yep. working out. And I will say, I have prayed during my workouts more than ever. I was, I was there the other day and I was like, I can do all things through Christ who yes. strengthens me because I was almost in tears because yeah. it hurt so much. I felt like I was so much Comfort's pain. a problem, isn't it? Comfort is a problem. Hey, listen, shorter show today. Here's the deal. If you want to get wealthy and spiritual capital, you need some habits that are going to help you. You know who you yes. need to read? Mm-hmm. The dead authors, those desert fathers. Read St. Teresa of Avila's book, Seven Interior Casters of the Soul. Re- read the great ones. You know how you get close to God? Through these tiny, repeatable I double dog dare you to pray five minutes a day in tongues for a hundred days and watch what happens. Oh, that's great. Instead of, I'm going to go pray in tongues for seven hours up on uh, Pinnacle Mountain. No, <laughs> that don't work that way. No, it's so true. A lot of times we think it's it's the really, really big fast or the extreme fast, but it's those little things. You know, I'm reminded John Wesley had a habit. John Wesley would fast once a week, but he only did it for like six to eight hours a day. That one day a week, he did it. It was a normal part of his rhythm every Every day, or every week of his life. I had a dream two nights ago, Michael. In the dream, I was walking up on this mountain that was really high. Mm. And in the dream, I heard from a narrator's voice, God is found in the high places. You know how to get in the high places in God? Psalm 24? Really good. Through tiny, repeatable habits. Go in peace. Go get wealthy and spiritual capital by these boring little repeatable habits. Thanks for joining us for Table Talks. Be sure to comment, like, subscribe, and hit the bell so you never miss an episode. To check out the books mentioned and other resources, go to thegardengreenville.com. We hope your friendship with God will flourish more and more this week. We'll see you again soon.